What's going on, everybody? I'm your host this week for the Marvel League Podcast, episode 133. And with me, we have my regular co-host, Luke, for a little bit. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> you may... Yeah, I, this is... It's it's awkward timing to be recording to say the least. Yeah, so we'll we'll see how long you last. Uh, we also have Nick. Yay, I'm back. I don't think I was on the last time you guys recorded. Were you? I thought you were on last week. <laughs> no, we sent it to you. Yeah. Uh, and then we have returning cast member Mikey. Hey yo, what it do, Ski? It's your boy Faley McWhaley thirty four. Glad to be back. I think this is the first time we're all together since we rebooted. Is it? I thought or relaunched. Mm. Do, I don't remember being no, out with No, Nick. I think you're right. I think you're right. It is the first. It's just not the first time we've spoken. Mm-hmm. No, we've talked. Yeah, we've talked. We've been, oh. we've been talking about a lot. <laughs> oh, boy. Just this past weekend, it's just like all, it was all bodies at like 2 in the morning. But um, anyways, how are you guys doing this fine Wednesday evening on valentine's eve as we yo it is valentine's day tomorrow you're right i know right well i've been all right just really preoccupied with a lot of you know midterm stuff but uh apart from that i'm getting my own my very first uh kitten this weekend so yeah, i'm very excited for that yeah very excited i'm gonna, I'm gonna name it goose because this is a marvel podcast no, i'm just joking uh <laughs> its name is gonna be dooski so looking forward to that boy i wonder where that name came from uh luke how you doing man <laughs> I'm doing all right, man. Uh, pretty busy day today, actually. So things kind of just wound down for me a little bit ago. But I was supposed to be leaving again soon. So yeah, so. kind of yeah, it kind of makes for some awkward recording. But I mean, hey, you know, I'm here for now. So yeah. Well, I mean, I started the call, so at least it won't like shut out or whatever. But uh, Nick, how are you doing, man? Uh, doing all right. <laughs> I want to talk about it actually. Okay. It's been <laughs> a long day. Yeah. Dude, it it has, man. It has been like not the day for me, but the week. A lot of Marvel stuff's yeah. been going around, so I guess it's that's fun. Not even that. Honestly, if we're being real, not even that much went around. Like, I don't know. My day, my day was weird and long, and people are getting on my nerves. And I, I hate talking on the phone to people, and setting bullshit up. But anyways, we're a Marvel podcast here to talk about Marvel news and. We're not talking about Ultimate Alliance because no one gives a shit about the Switch, but we are talking about these new shows that uh, Marvel is apparently launching on Hulu after essentially swiping and destroying the, uh, the entire presence of Marvel from Netflix. They announced we're getting some new animated series that consist of Howard the Duck, Hitmonkey, MODOK, Tigra, and Dazzler. And How did... Uh... Hmm? I was gonna say, how did Nick put it? Uh, Hulu just took some shots at Netflix. Yeah, and they'll be shots teaming fired. up for a, a series called The Offenders, and that is fantastic. the The lineup is interesting because uh, Kevin Smith alluded to this a long time ago that he was working on a project with Marvel, but it was highly under wraps. So it seems like he's working on Howard the Duck, but some of the other shows are going to be handled by Patton Oswalt and Chelsea Handler, who are both comedians that. I, I passively enjoy it. Um, I used to fuck with Chelsea's show back in the day, and I like Patton as a comedian, even when he's a little political and says really stupid shit about angry video game nerd, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, so let's see. We have Howard the Duck, and I'm looking at these summaries from uh, Polygon. 
one of Marvel's handful of satirical infamous in the comics industry, blah de blah de blah, after his bullshit movie, the putative Hulu series will be written and executive produced by Kevin Smith and Dave Willis of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, and will reunite Howard with his longtime human flame Beverly and Bell-themed super scientist foe, Dr. Bong. Okay, this is right at Kevin's <laughs> Modoc from Jordan Bloom of American Dad and Oswald will follow the Marvel supervillain with the very large head whose name stands for mental organism designed only for killing. Modoc apparently has to balance his work life, managing his mad science arms dealings organization, advanced idea mechanics or aim, and his quote unquote demanding family. Hit monkeys. I, I, huh? Go ahead. Oh no no sorry. I just I wonder how adult these shows are gonna be. Uh I hope very, because I we're lacking in the department of like well-written and creative uh, adult animation and Simpsons going to 32 seasons and American Dad just don't count. Next up, we have Hitmonkey, based on the one of the most obscure characters uh, ever, one of the obscure ones of the bunch, the eponymous cinnamon created by Daniel Way and Dalibor Talajik. I said that name entirely wrong. Has appeared in a handful of Marvel comics from the early 2010s. He is a Japanese macaque or snow monkey whose troop was murdered by Yakuza enforcers for harboring an injured assassin. Using the skills he learned by watching the nameless assassin, Hitmonkey has sworn vengeance on all assassins for bringing violence to his home. And the article lists him as a... Oh, he's a Deadpool supporting character, and the show will be written and executive produced by the creative team of Josh Gordon Woolspeck of Blades of Glory and Office Christmas Party. What the... Okay. Um... Then the final main series, I guess we can call it, uh, our solo series, is Tigra and Dazzler. It's weird to think this is the first mutant show we've gotten in years, but okay. We can only assume... <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Tigra's origin is a big ball of explanations that only fly in comics, but she is essentially a woman with various jungle cat-based abilities and physical attributes. And Dazzler is an on-again, off-again member of the X-Men, a mutant with the ability to turn sound to a broad spectrum of light, dazzling her foes and even creating powerful lasers in her day job she's also a famous pop musician so she's kesha with superpowers so um from eric rivenoha and chelsea handler the dude eric oh erica rivenoha of last man on earth and chelsea handler chelsea lately tiger and dazzler will not be marvel television's first foray into the x-men which we know because legion and gifted are both getting fucking canceled um so what what do we think about this these these picks were how did they us outside of Howard the Duck? How do you think these pitch meetings went? Easy. They put a bunch of uh, Marvel properties that haven't been really made recently that they wanted to get made, and um, just threw them in a box and they shuffled it. And Kevin boom. Smith. I, yeah. I wonder. There, there's a part of me that kind of wonders if there's any has been any talks to sort of revive Donald Glover's Deadpool. That like, show like is, on Hulu. Well, Marvel killed that one, didn't they? Memory serves. That I think fun. they did. Because that wasn't... Oh, FX doesn't really care. Here's the thing. They'll, they'll do adult here's shows. Here's the thing. Why, why would they cancel that with that much talent involved? But, you know, they kind of announced these shows. I mean, honestly, these shows sound great, and I'm really hyped for them, but I, I, I'm, I'm still I'm still salty. I'm still I salty really about the Deadpool. It was, I really think it was the pot shots at Disney and some of the content stuff. Uh, there, because you know that like that, like proto script that he posted on Twitter, right? We all read it because we covered it, and I'm pretty sure I did a video on it. 
Um, go watch yeah. that. It's months old. But, like, when I'm watching it, I'm like, the crossover between Deadpool fans and Donald Glover humor fans, I don't think is nearly as great as people expect it to be. Like, before we go back to the other Hulu shows. It, like, the dude referenced YBN Namir. I'm like, how many Deadpool fans know who the fuck YBN Namir is as a rapper? I'm just saying. Right. Who's going to get a fucking rubbing off the paint reference that also regularly reads Deadpool? That's just that's just my thought. But anyways, back to these shows. Um, I don't know. What, what do we... Nick, what do you think about these shows? This is a very wild lineup. Yeah, I mean, they sound cool. Uh, definitely interested in the MODOK and the Howard series, but mm-hmm. it's just so funny how, like, it's it's almost exactly the, uh, the the deal that they announced with Netflix back in the day. Like, the four shows and they cross over. Yeah, and so. I... This is, oh man, this is so, this is kind of a dick move too on Marvel's part. It's like, oh yeah, we're gonna cancel those shows and do our own shows. That well, we're gonna do adult it, it, cartoons. I'm pretty sure it was Netflix that killed the the shows, not Marvel. Because didn't it come? Kind of, yeah, it, like like oh, wasn't it kind of a shock to them? Yeah, I thought it was the other way around. Definitely the one that did it. Oh, okay. Like here's my thing, man. Is that like they you know they they made a fifty million dollar deal. You know, and then they extended the contracts, and the shows were wildly popular, even the bad seasons. Um, it just doesn't make sense. But, I mean, I guess, hey, they're they're looking into new ventures. I mean, like, I still think that, like, their animation department needs, like, a hefty overhaul. Like, when was the last time we, God, we had yes. gotten... When was the last time we had gotten a full feature-length uh, animated film from Marvel? I want to say 2013. The last one I can... Anime-looking one with, like, Black Widow, I think, and... That's and the, the exact Punisher. one I'm thinking of, is Punisher yeah. Black Widow, is, uh... That Doctor like, Strange movie yeah. was good, though, the animated one? Yeah, yeah that was really good. It was, it was... Yeah, um... You, you know, I, I kind of, like... And it's weird, because, like, two years ago, they, you know, the uh, Marvel HQ was talking about how they wanted to revitalize their game department and their animation department, um, and so, like, I actually thought that, like, hey, maybe they're going to take more strides. Now, they're definitely taking more strides in the in the game world. Um, I think that pretty sure. soon we're probably going to have a giant, cohesive Marvel game universe. But uh-huh. in terms of, like, the, the animation, dude, like, really what I thought in my mind what they were going to do is instead of, you know, doing, you know, stuff like this is I, I really thought they were going to have, like, in-house animation mm-hmm. that was going to be published through them and it was going to be like almost in the same vein as earth's mightiest heroes there is that that's kind of what i thought that they had in mind and you know because like maybe not that show but you know Mm -hmm. just like in that same vein of that show um i i I don't know i i don't know what's going to come from from this hopefully good things i'm hoping the shows are really good um the idea of the offenders is actually pretty hilarious there is no conceivable way for me to imagine that these shows will one not be uh, that the, that these shows will have the same animation style as the current ones. There's no way they're going to do that, and there's no way these shows will be only for kids. Because look at the talent that they got in terms of comedians alone. Kevin Smith, Pat Nozzle, and Chelsea Handler are not the most kid-friendly comedians. Like you can get Kevin Smith on superhero shows, and he can do de- like even still, it's teenage teenager range content on like Supergirl and shit like that. Like, there's no way these shows can be solely for... Especially with a team-up team called The Offenders. <laughs> and and you know Patton Oswalt is going to take Trump pot shots with MODOK. You just know it. We already I'm, know that's going to be there. 
yeah, I'm I'm also curious to see what other characters are going to possibly show up. And like, I'm not even thinking, you know, like Avengers stuff. I'm just thinking like what other cool characters like like with the the uh, like with the Dazzler show. Yeah, I was that's um, a gateway to mutants right dude, there. Exactly, exactly. And like, dude, I love the uh, like most of the X Men animated stuff has all been great. Um, I absolutely loved it you know, back in the day. I mean, hell, even just, like, you go back, what, roughly a decade ago, you had uh, Evolution Wolverine. still holds up pretty well, for the right, most part. Right. The only thing that's really that, dated that was is like, the dialogue. It's still a pretty good show. That was, like, 2006, wasn't it, when that came out? Fuck Something no, like Evolution that. came out when we were children. Oh, it did, it did, didn't we're, it? Yeah, like that, that was quite a while ago. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, Wolverine and the X-Men was, like, 2006, 2008. Yeah, it was Wolverine and the X Men. Great show, and only got one season. <laughs> Supposed to you cross know, over uh, DMH. Whoops. I think they're the same. Bruce Mightiest Heroes only got two seasons. Uh, the concept art and the ideas that the creators had for that show for season three were insane. We don't talk about that. That just. Oh no! Too yeah, too much I, pain. I, I'm just... Lost. Lost opportunity. I guess like my my whole point is is like they have a real opportunity here uh, to do some cool stuff and and, and, and expand upon those uh, shows coming out on Hulu. I'm generally hyped, to say the least. I, I'm pretty excited because the I like the staff that they got for these. Like the Kevin Smith and the dude they made Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Howard the Duck is going to be fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, cause oh yeah. We, remember when we watched Hollyweeds? Oh yeah, that was great. Yeah, I'm like, if that's like any sort of base measurement for what we're in for, I'm excited for that. Modoc is probably gonna be a, a Trump parody, which sure, why not? Uh, Hit Monkey sounds so insane. I'm I'm curious as to how that's gonna work. Tiger and oh. Dazzler, though, I'm like, what what are they gonna do with that? Because those are two superhero or two comic book characters that just like. I, I think they went the Mikey route. They just shook a bunch of names in a hat. It's like, okay, we need a female-led show. Uh, you don't <laughs> want to do Captain Marvel. Uh, who do we have? Oh, we have the mutants now? Throw their names in there. Uh, we'll do Storm and Rogue. Nah, nah, nah. They'll expect that. Let's do something different. Pick someone who's, like, not a mutant. Okay, uh, fucking Dazzler and uh, White Tiger? Nah, someone else. Uh, Tigra. Yeah, sure, we'll do her. Like, cool. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> Everything is so like random with these shows. Like, we we have no, we don't know what to expect, so we can go in with good expectations. <laughs> you guys have any uh, final thoughts? You know, you know what's cool about the Hulu thing though is that I think right now the TCAs are going on like the, all the television stuff, and the oh, guy yeah. at Hulu actually commented on the the canceled netflix shows getting revived there he's like yeah i mean like we definitely would love to do it so i, I think it it could definitely open the door up because mm-hmm. i mean it seems like hulu is gonna be like where all the uh mature stuff goes yeah and i and well it's not like they can't do it they, see, they have mature stuff there wasn't there talk though at one time of the disney streaming service sort of having like a subcategory section like they'll have like Right, like their main kids Disney titles, and then they'll have like a Marvel subsection or more like an adult, you know, like a, like uh, publications for um, adults or I guess you know young adults. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's the way that that the streaming service is going to be structured, but see, like that was from my understanding what they were going to do because they wanted it all in house. However, I could see maybe something like New Mutants, the movie coming out. I could see them shifting that towards Hulu. I guess that would make more sense, but I don't know. I, I just thought that it would 
be more cohesive if it was all under one thing. But... Yeah, well, I think Hulu's just gonna, as Nick say, just yeet all of their stuff yeah. that people will still <laughs> which want. Is, which is sad, honestly, because, like, they had it so good with, with Netflix, honestly. Like, it was a great deal, you know? And then they started expanding. Well, they expanded well, it with The Punisher. They also have stakes in Hulu. Like, they had some to begin with, and now they have even more now that they bought out Fox. So that's probably the big motivation is money. Yeah. <laughs> um, honestly, but, like, what I messaged you guys when we first got this Hulu news is that would actually be a really interesting way to get through uh, Charlie Cox's contract because he has a movie in his contract. So if you did a Daredevil animated movie of him versus Bullseye for, like, mature audiences, bitch. <laughs> I know. I you know, know how many so, subscriptions so you would net with that alone? It's like we're doing season five as an animated movie. Two is like two hours, Daredevil versus Bullseye. That's all you got to do with the same cast. There's your show. Or there's your movie. Instant subs, instant money. It prints itself. The question is, if they were to do something like that where they take some of the Netflix properties, would you want them or would you think they would take every single one of them or just cherry pick like two or three? They would cherry pick them. Um, honestly, they'd probably base it off reception. Because, like, I swear, had they not greenlit season three of Jessica Jones, we would not be getting it. Oh, yeah. Had they not, Jessica like... Jessica Jones needs to die already. I mean, it's going to in, in what, a, a month or so? Because isn't I'm, that season three I'm coming? I am so shook that they got a season three. We all are. And I enjoyed season two a little bit more than season one. Still, I didn't think it'd get... I didn't think it would get a second season. The fact that it got a third... And Pun- I think Punisher will probably die too. Punisher ain't got no chance. Um, nah, I, th- I mean I think season Nick two is the only one here who watched great. it. <laughs> yeah, Punisher season two wasn't even that good. I was kind of disappointed by it. Honestly, yeah, like I my honest opinion, I th- I thought it was I thought it was garbage. But and I I didn't even finish it. I only got to like episode eight, and I'm like, wow, this is like not even on par with the first season at all. You, you know, I didn't watch the first season. One. He had sex with the mom, and the and the little boy's like you. It's like you were with my mommy, weren't you? And they're eating pancakes at the Waffle House or whatever. I watched season one, and I thought it was really great. And mm-hmm. I heard that the second season was not good, so I'm like, all right, fuck this shit. Yeah, no, I, I, same boat as Mikey. <laughs> I love season one, and I haven't gotten far in a season. Two. I just kind of don't care. I don't know why. I just do not feel feel compelled. Maybe I uh, overdid it because I marathon Cloak and Dagger and then Runaway season two. And I just I need a break from my superhero shows. Watch Grownish, but uh, do we have any final thoughts on this Hulu animated news? We're, we're actually excited for something. No, okay. No, yeah. Nothing else to <laughs> be said. The silence <laughs> is deafening. Um, so, Dark Phoenix is hot garbage. That's the word on the street. Well, we knew that from the leaks, dude. We knew that. From, we knew that when the movie went into pre-production. We knew that it's from an the title. It's an embarrassment from everyone. Maybe that's what uh, Laura Schuler Donner was talking about on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's so weird. You're, yeah, that, God, what a random tweet. She 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 watched she watched the film and that was probably directed at Ken Berg. She knows something that we don't know, and I guess we'll find out in June. Uh, that movie is. Did that. Armin, what, what's so side, funny side is that note, before we go into our next topic, Armin made a video about um a new Dark Phoenix trailer. Did they put out another trailer and we didn't know? No. Okay. It's coming soon. It's supposed to drop on like the twenty eighth or something like that. Why not drop it during the fucking Super Bowl? Yeah, they missed their chance for that. 
Yeah, because that's when was, people are forced to watch it. People watch the Super Bowl on Fox. Or maybe Fox <laughs> doesn't want them to see their shame. Dude, my, my prediction now is that movie's not going to make any money in America, but it's going to like just absolutely crush in China. I doubt it will even do that. I you think don't think so? I think it's going to flop. Like I don't know, man. I don't know. China pushed uh, Venom pretty high up. Yeah, but they didn't but, do like, that for Apocalypse. Like, Low key though, Venom's like kind of an enjoyable movie. So, well, it's it's entertaining. Not eight hundred thousand. I couldn't. I couldn't find myself in a million years ever liking Dark Phoenix. Um, I couldn't. I, Here's the thing. You you know what makes me think China won't do it because they didn't do the same thing with Apocalypse. Venom, I can, you can probably swing because he's like tangentially related to Spider Man and bitches love Tom Hardy, male and female bitches. We don't discriminate here, but nonetheless, like. I can see some stuff in Venom and how he could do all right in China. It's, it's a little bit funny, but Dark Phoenix, no fucking way. X-Men hasn't ever had a huge presence outside of Wolverine. And we're back. Uh, we probably had an intermission there somewhere. Yeet. Yeah, exactly. You wait. We were just um, talking about all these girls that Will hooked up with. Ah, Nick has jokes. <laughs> um, but speaking of women and low expectations, uh, <laughs> there's there's a strange piece of news that's been going around with uh, Captain Marvel because for some reason we can't stop talking about her until the movie comes out. I don't know why. She just comes up every episode since we've come back. And so... This little fun tidbit is uh, came out saying that Kevin Feige and Brie Larson, the lead actors for Captain Marvel, basically did not want to use the black lightning bolt Miss <gasps> Marvel swimsuit for the movie, which... So she couldn't like... even fill it out, though, so... <laughs> I mean... <laughs> oh. Damn. Okay. I really can't be that upset. Okay. <laughs> I'm keeping my thoughts on uh, Brie Larson's body to myself, but... Why is this news? Who cares? Like it would have been better if like Yvonne Strahovski was Carol, and the no Alexandra Daddario. No, dude, save her for for uh, Zatanna. Yeah. Oh, Zatanna. Yeah, never mind. That would be really dope. Yeah, but anyways, like I I don't know. What do you guys think about this? Why is this news? I don't know why it's news. Like when I saw it, I'm like, oh, that's a shame. Whatever. Like first of all, if they're gonna go with the other costume, it'd be either that or the original one from what the 70s. The yeah. red one with the star in the chest? Yeah, that was the which... one they used in Earth's Mightiest Heroes, right? Yeah, it is. I yeah, actually yeah. prefer that one. I think that one would have been really cool, like, had they done yeah. that. And I'm not saying she should have stayed in that, but it's like a first suit. Yeah. Uh, the first time she goes into, like, if she's starting out as a Miss Marvel and before she becomes Captain Marvel. But I think they're skipping past the Miss Marvel origins and jumping straight into Captain with her being with Star Force and everything. But, like, oh, no. I don't get to see Brie Larson in a latex leotard. I think I'll survive. Like I don't know why this is news of note. It's not like this isn't like some big feminist win or anything. It's it's a it's a costume that people know Carol for. It's yeah. not the end of the world. I, I think all us nerds will survive. Like oh no, oh Carol's not in the black suit. Oh the movie's trash. I can't bust a nut in the theater. I think here- Brie Larson. Here's actually my one criticism of the uh, current suit is that 
I think it's it's uh, too oversaturated. Um, I feel like it's it's just well, it's too busy. She doesn't have a scarf yeah, no, either. I was gonna say I I agree with Luke though. It is it's overdesigned. They do that with a lot of their suits. It's a little they overdesigned. Do. I, I I don't know why. That, like I can understand it. You know, being a good concept art piece, but like a lot of their a lot of their over-designed suits make it onto the screen, and I, I never understand that, honestly. It's like, why can't we just have something more simple-looking? Like, there yeah. has to be, like, all these, like, intricate designs and and layers, and you, you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. a lot of, like, lines for some reason. I'm like, you guys aren't yeah. making it look more comic booky. You're making it look more... I don't know, just, like, militant, but not really. You know what I mean? I, I don't think it makes it look that... It doesn't make it look more realistic either and and i follow you know a couple of the uh, character designers and artists on instagram and they're amazing talented artists but it's just like you know for the costume teams and whatnot behind all these movies to make this out of just some sketches not sketches out of like art pieces that they're from like that takes a lot of hard work and effort but i don't think it needs to be as in-depth uh as it is like sometimes simpler works like the the 08 iron man suit is it's pretty straightforward on the outside, like red gold color scheme, uh, blue chess piece, and it works. And that, yeah, now we have suits the best. It, yeah, I will say that I thought that, that I truly think that her character was written better when she had the old suit, but it, like it's totally unrelated. I'm not saying that yeah. like because it's just a she weird had coincidence the coincidence that when yeah. she was Miss Marvel, her writing was a little better. Now she's Captain Marvel, and they can't really keep a good one outside. Maybe. Kelly Sue DeConnick. I don't think that they can. It's hard to keep her interesting. Yeah. I, I think the the thing that this movie really has to nail down, I think, for a lot of people going into it with a lot of trepidation that know Carol from the comics recently, is like getting her character. Which, like Nick, I think you've read more Miss Marvel than the rest of us have. I've read a little bit of Captain Marvel and a little bit of the DeConnick run, but like Carol now and Carol then seem like two different people, and even still. I don't know, Car- Carol's a weird character to kind of nail, like, male, female, whatever the fuck, like, it doesn't matter, is a character, she's kind of odd to, no, I don't know if it, there's, like, too many that have definitive Carol Danvers runs, as yeah. opposed to some of the other Captain Marvels, like, even Monica Rambeau was on Agents of Hate, or uh, Next Wave, I don't know, what, what do you guys Dude, think about ne- this suit? Ne- Next Wave, dude, honestly... This is so unrelated, but you know, since Hulu announced those shows, I really want them to make a next wave show. I, I'd be down <laughs> for a next wave show. Uh, uh, but like, yeah, and anyway, sorry. <laughs> no, I was just saying. Uh, what do you guys think about like the suit news and I guess directions for the character and everything? Like, I I feel like this is news because it's supposed to be like some big win because it's like ah, that woman doesn't have to wear that misogynistic leotard that gymnasts use. <laughs> but. I'll, like, I'll go ahead and argue that like even Wonder Woman's cinematic suit reveals more than Captain Marvel's comic suit does. Yeah, well, it's just I I don't know why it's news because I'm like they're if you want to take it from my angle of like this is a big thing for for my feminism it's like for what because they because they skipped over a costume that she used to wear. Oh no, it's like they, they don't that show. Remember? It's just not a big deal. Like I don't understand it's why not. people fuss about this. Remember honestly, when they had Jessica Jones suit, the her comic suit in the show, but it was like a joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it was I mean, just it, a joke. 
And that, and I think that's how it could work if you wanted to use it. Like the the, I think the best example of someone doing this is Supergirl, where oh, for yeah. a brief second she wears it. Uh, when she's fighting crime, she's like, "It's not for me, so let's do a different one." And I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool. You acknowledge the past, and then you make your own version." Like right. I think that's a great way to do it. And I I figured I'm like that'd be a good way for Carol to do it. It'd be like, you know. It, 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 there's a little, it's a, it's a little breezy between the legs. I'd need something a little more cover up. Boom! That you can make it a joke. I think would work better. Like make a joke out of the past, but eh, if you want to skip it, skip it. Whatever. I'm not, I'm not gonna die without her having a suit. In fact, I think people were more up in arms when they saw the, uh, the green, the green version of the Captain Marvel suit. People were like, "What the fuck is this? What is this Star Force suit or whatever?" I don't know, Mikey. What about you, man? You have any opinions on this non-news that we have? Um, I would have been fine with it if they done something similar, <clears throat> like you said with Jessica Jones, where like I, whether she was in that suit or not, like not that big of a deal to me either way. Like I like I like if they show like if they pay homage to it at least homage homage I might repronounce it. Mm-hmm. Um, it might have been cool, but I think her suit that she she has now is fine. Um, I'm a fan of the color scheme. I could see Nick Fury be like, "Hey, look, I designed you the suit," and she's gonna be like, "No, that's shit." That'd you know, be it's funny. Gonna be, yeah, that'd be really funny. And it would actually make sense too, I guess, if it's the '90s and he's like, "Hey, look at this suit." She's yeah. like, "I'll pass. I'll yeah, rather exactly. stick with my old one." And then he's like, "How about we do a color difference or something? Color change." Yeah. I'm kind of actually curious to see where she gets the color scheme because it's literally the same suit. And I, I'm going to argue that for a minute too. Like, I kind of don't like that. It's literally the same suit like that she wears like a, as a Kree commander, mm-hmm. but but a different color. Like, I don't know why, like, what led them to do that? And I you guess, know, the, be, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, it, ahead. Just ma- it just makes her, her, her superhero suit, like, less unique that way, mm-hmm. you know? And, like, I, I don't, I don't understand it, why, why they would do that. Since but, it's essentially a uniform with a, with a color difference. Yeah, it's, it to me, it's a little lazy. That's yeah. all I'm going to say on that, really. But At least as far as we know, maybe there's some in film reason why and or maybe she picked them out to begin with but doubtful actually now that i think about it because you know the movie's about her like finding herself and finding who she is in the past and her identity which i I, i'm kind of glad that's the plot of the movie because does carol have any like dedicated fans like like dedicated fans that that regularly read her comic and this is an earnest question. I'm not trying to be, like, a sarcastic asshole about this. I'm like, are there people that legitimately are just like, oh, my God, you know, Captain Marvel's my favorite? Nah. Like, I don't I don't know too many. I'm not saying she doesn't have fans. I just don't know too many that are specifically Carol fans. I I know a few people, actually, who are, okay. like, really into her, her comic series. Like, me personally, especially after, like, Civil War II, I'm just Civil like... Civil War II is... That is probably that's arguably one of the darkest moments in Carol's writing history. Ugh, I I don't I don't oh, like any God. concept of doing Civil War anymore, just for the sake of like they make characters so like they make them so damaging, you know. Two two did <sighs> two for Carol is her one more day. Mm. I, I guess I guess. I, I, don't, or, I don't know about that. Not into, not or as close as she'll get to it. Not full on because it like it hasn't tainted her character for forever. Like one more day did for Spidey, where we're just now getting over it. <laughs> like, right, like right, what, a decade later. But 
it's, Man. it's pretty terrible to the to the point where I still like if you read Ultimates two, they address the problem with Civil War two like because Rockefort's a, a good writer not not Rockefort Al Ewing's a good writer. I really hope that people are you know going to listen to me when I say this that like we're really not like dogging on the movie that hard like obviously we haven't seen it yet you know like I'm I'm excited for the movie it's just that like I'm excited like for other reasons. Mm-hmm. Than than just seeing Captain Marvel. More than anything, I'm I'm interested in the movie to see what they do with Carol because Carol Marvel has been pushing Carol to be For like so their, long. their Wonder Woman since what 2011 since she picked up this mantle and For they have not time. been able to find their footing with her. She's had what seven relaunches Oof. now with the new one, the Life and Times of Captain Marvel. Yep, they've they've had quite a bit, man. It's they've it's over it's over five, and I'm it's just like I want of comics. Uh, uh. Oh, yeah. That's a good transition. Uh, well, does anyone have any last thoughts before we go to this last topic and then questions? No, I think I've said everything I need to say on that. Yeah, Mikey, Nick, you have any final yeah. thoughts? I just I just hope it's good. I want Carol to have a character. But, um, yeah, as Nick mentioned, speaking of comics, we got some uh, comic news we rarely talk about here. Apparently, Agents of Atlas is a team that I've never heard of, but they're returning. Um, and it looks like an all Asian Avengers team kind of thing? Like Asians like, of S.H.I.E.L.D. Asians of S.H.I.E.L.D. The classic Asians of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, yeah, Marvel's yeah. Agents of At- Atlas relaunch in May. Let's see. who's. Oh, and it's a it's a War of Realms tie-in, too. Wow. Huh. You know, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited for Savage Avengers. Yeah. Okay, so we, we have a... The writer for... Um, God, Savage Avengers looks weird and interesting. It, honestly, War of the Realms itself looks like an interesting event, which is something I haven't said in a while. But um, <laughs> yeah, according to Marvel.com's announcement, writer Greg Pak and artist, I'm about to mess up this dude's name, forgive me, Gang Hyuk Lim, <laughs> are, are, are bringing together a new team under an old name as Asia is threatened by Cinder, a mortal queen of Muspelheim and her legion of fire demons. The team is the champions Brawn, a.k.a. Amadeus Cho, whom Pat created, and he'll be joined by Shang-Chi, Silk, Jimmy Cho, uh, Wave, Luna Snow, Arrow, Swordmaster, Crescent, and Lo? Yo? Okay. That's so I don't know like really... half of these, but I wanna, I'm interested in this book. That's a really interesting lineup, and I wonder why they decided to go with the, the Norse route with that. In, t- in terms of villains. Um, I don't know. That, but That's going to be interesting. It's it's a limited series, right? Like, it's I an think, event? I think so. It's, uh... Man, I only know, like, half this lineup. But the, it's a War of Realms tie-in with, like, an all-Asian team. Uh, so, but where is Kamala Khan? Well, it looks like they're all East Asian. So, sorry to the, to the Middle Easterners out there. You'll get your own team Sunday, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Middle East Avengers, it could happen. I don't think there's that many characters, are there? There's like three mutants and then Kamala. I mean, yeah, I guess you could do like there, a there's like Kamala squadron. Dust, uh, <laughs> who I think are both Muslims. Those are the only two that immediately come to mind. Uh, jeez, jeez. But uh, yeah, what do you guys think about um, Agents of Atlas? I mean, it's it's going to be a tie-in to a larger event, right? Yeah, but I mean they're they're fighting um they're fighting a specific like member of a 
of one of the nine realms. So I think it, it's kind of its own thing. Like it's tied in, but I don't think it's like tied into the main event of the realms war. I think right. more tied, it's they have their own focus with them fighting Cinder, a mortal queen of Mespelheim, and her legions of fire demons. Oh, because they're attacking Asia. So that. So wait, what? So why did they recruit Silk? She lives in like California or wherever like, she is, West Coast somewhere. Because she's Asian, Will. <laughs> we need we need all our Asian characters to defeat this potentially Asian villain. Not really Asian, because she's from Muspelheim. Uh, you you remember online a few years ago when everyone said that Iron Fist should be cast to, like an Asian person should be oh, cast as a, Iron Fist? It's such a dumb argument, and it's just like, well, why not just fight for a Shang Chi TV show, which he's getting which they're for. yeah, I think they're working on an MCU movie. Yeah, Shang Chi. Good for him. Yeah, like, dude, I'm, I'm actually really hyped about that. I don't want to talk like, about what we need in the MCU—a martial arts movie with an Asian lead. That'd be dope. God, yes. Wesley Snipes, Shang Chi. <laughs> oh God, God, the 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 level of arguments that even I, I'd be mad about that shit. Pretty soon, the argument's not even going to be like, no, not only not only does he have to be Asian, but he has to be from the region of what the movie is portraying him <laughs> to be from. So, like. You know, he can't just be like an American Asian. He has to actually be from that from that place. Asian you gotta get Asian. their. They gotta see your ancestry dot com background uh, before you can audition. Yeah, they they have to confirm. I mean, it, it works out for me. It means I can start audition for Scots and Swedish and Europeans. I'm good. <laughs> can do them in uh, West Africans, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, this is pretty cool. So so apparently, Cinder is uh, one of the children of Surtur. Yeah, yeah. That's, um, pretty, that's pretty interesting. Does anyone know where Surtur currently is in the comics? Uh, I do not. I'm, ass- I'm assuming he'll be on a warpath soon if he's not dead. Which yeah. I have. Um, I mean, are, do you guys think you're going to check it out? I'm, I'm a little bit behind in my books. I know Miss Marvel just ended. I need to get catch, up, get, get catch, get caught up on that. Speaking of Asian heroes. Um, but I don't know. You guys are going to check out Agents of Atlas. It, this is a very intriguing lineup. Um, this... I think this is a, a good example of diversity done in an interesting way where they kind of backdoor it like A-Force did and then see if, you know, the audience oh, is Oh, God, A-Force. The original A-Force was good. The follow-up was... Uh, it got rocky after G. Yeah. Willis and left. It got a little rocky after that. I mean, I don't know. I guess we're just going to see where it goes. Um, yeah. Man, I, I don't know. I, I... <laughs> Let's see where this goes. I'm I'm interested. I hope it's all I can hope is that it's good. They're gonna start. I I, I guarantee you they're gonna use that that comic as a doorway to start pushing uh, Shang Chi. Oh, dude, hell yeah! Because I think no eventually, one knows, who knows anything about Shang Chi? Well, well, no one, and they're gonna they're gonna completely replace him with Iron Fist, or they're gonna p- completely replace Iron Fist with Shang Chi. Is it weird that I'm okay with that, given the Iron Fist that we got? I'm not yeah. talking about comic Iron Fist. I'm talking about the, the MCU. you know he. Shang Chi has some ties to Wolverine too, so I wonder if that could come into the mix later down the road. And then Asian Wolverine shows up. No, but they could do a saga where he. Uh, this is kind of unrelated. I'm just saying, like they could do like his uh, the a saga where he tra- trained in Japan with ninjas because that's oh, yeah. that's pretty dope. That did happen. Um, I'm they kind they kind of did that in the Wolverine. I mean, not really. It's just he was kind of in Japan. I'm just imagining ninjas. the that Marvel low-key is trying to do what DC did with the Justice League of China, where they had Asian Superman, Asian Batman, Asian Wonder Woman. 
Apparently those books were really good. I'm really mad I, I didn't read New Superman. I need to pick up the trades for it because I heard it was a very good book. Might give me hope in Superman yeah. along with Shazam. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, Mikey, Nick, what do you think about Agents of Atlas? All Asian, all day. I'm probably not too into it. <laughs> just because uh, mm-hmm. at, the, at the moment I'm not really like reading too much stuff. I think the only things I'm reading are like Venom and Adventures. So I'm trying to like keep my comics to that. I mean, maybe like down the line like when it's out in trade or something but mm-hmm. yeah dude my, yeah. my collection had gotten out of hand so i had to force myself to stop reading so much mm-hmm. oh, yeah. <laughs> like like seriously like for like four years it was like every wednesday oh god for like four years dude i had actually i didn't even realize how many comics i'd have or that i currently have until like a few weeks ago when i was cleaning them Cleaning them out and, and changing boxes and stuff. I'm like, oh my god, dude, I have so much. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy floppies nearly as much as I do. I almost go almost exclusively trade. Uh, I'm Mikey. exclusively trades now. Like I'm not buying singles anymore. Yeah, I'll read them and then pick them up uh, after the fact. Like I did that with a couple of uh, Spider Gen tie-ins. But Mikey, you you gonna check out Agents of Atlas? Probably not. Asians of Atlas. No, Agents of, At- of Atlas. Yeah, we do have questions. Um, And one of these we answered, so we got to skip one of your questions. So the first one is from um, Real Slim Shady. It's actually a comic-related question, which I I don't think we can answer this, but I'll say it. Can I jump into Doom War without knowing much? Also, is Books of Doom recommended and worth reading? Anyone remember Doom War? (laughs) I don't, but I know Books of Doom is good, so yeah, read it. I I feel like most stuff with, with Doom is satisfactory i god why don't i remember doom oh shit wait a minute that was when doom went against wakanda isn't it dude yeah. my my biggest recommendation to anyone wanting to jump further into comics is don't start with newer runs yes. go back go Do back not. and read go back and read some really good older stuff like i mean you know whether it be like events or mini series or limited uh limited series runs from cer- for certain like characters and certain arcs and stuff like that go back and read those or you know just collect an omnibus like for example infinity gauntlet saga is great apocalypse is great um i'm not even gonna i'm not even gonna recommend civil war i mean it it's definitely yeah, like like, like a civil staple war isn't really that good though it's just iconic it's a staple in marvel comics right but yeah but it's not particularly good it's yeah, mark it's, millar is yeah. an edgelord <laughs> yeah so, like, you know, you, you can read older stuff like Doctor Strange, The Oath is a really good one. Mm. Um, yeah, so, like, if you're wanting to jump in and, and get more, like, context further on, on characters specifically, definitely go back and read some of the older stuff. I mean, um, you know, you don't have to jump way back into, like, the 70s and 80s. That was a, that was a weird... The 80s especially was a weird time for comics. Mm. Um, so, also mean, was the 90s. I'll, I'll actually say that the 90s was more... The 90s weird. was a weird... T- pouches and chains and... Yeah, Power so I don't, suits, I don't, I don't necessarily recommend going back that far, but you can go back. Uh, the the Ultimates, like read read the like the Ultimate Fantastic Four, Ultimate Spider Man, uh, great stuff, great material. And I'm talking like the original Ultimates, not the current Ultimates. The stuff back from like 2000, what mm-hmm. you know, one, two, three, and four. Uh, go back and read some of those volumes, man. They the, yeah, those they just actually reprinted. Um... The Jonathan Hickman Fantastic Four, like the first volume of it, like the trade. Ooh. <laughs> there, I think they're like the one from like twenty twelve. The complete collection or something. Those books. Oh, nice. Yeah, I got it. It's really good. 
Yeah. Um, as far as Doom War goes, m- honestly, most runs you can usually jump in without knowing too much. Um, unless they're like exclusively tie-in related, but even still, they they're usually I don't want to say self-contained, but they usually give you a blurb at the front that gets you up to speed on what you need to know. So you yeah. you should be okay if you want to jump into Doom War. Um, I, I don't know about recommending purchasing it or not, but that wasn't the point of the question. But yeah, uh, and Nick recommended Books of Doom, so I think that's all we can say about that. So <laughs> next question, <laughs> yeah, it's from Waru. He says, "Do you want Ned to die in Spider-Man: Far From Home?" If Marvel killed off Ned in Far From Home, I would be shocked and then probably laugh my ass off because I wouldn't well, know how to react. I'd be like, "Huh? Well, there goes Ganky." Would, would he like fall off a building or something? Or he'd be killed by Hydro Man. He would drown. He tri- He he actually uh, chokes on his tongue. Yeah, like Fury said. He he beat his dick to death. What? I don't know. That's kind. Of, that's kind of a weird question. I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, we I don't mean, want Ned to die. They're they're not gonna yeah. they're not gonna kill they're not gonna kill like a, a person of minority in in a kids movie. Not even that they're just not gonna person kill a kid. Of minority. <laughs> person, <laughs> they're not they're not gonna kill a kid that... that's of minority. In... We're P, we're POMs now, Luke. <laughs> person of minority. <laughs> that's a new one. <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. He's a, he's a person of. <laughs> Person of minority. Person of minority. That's the title of this episode. Oh, the minority that's, that's... report. Yeah. It used to be my... Yeah, but now we're person in the relaunch of Marvel League. Here come the the people of minority. The persons of minority. I hope he does. I hope he dies, and then he comes back to life, and it just calls himself Gang because he had a, like a, a death experience. You know, Gonke wonder... is how it's pronounced. Gonke. He had a he had a ganky death. Did so... Ned die in the snack? <laughs> He had a ganky death. Yeah, did Ned get adjusted or did he did he die in the snap? That's the real question. Cause he might already be dead. It doesn't matter. Sony spoiled everything for us anyways with that Shh. stupid trailer. Shh. Luke. <laughs> they don't know. I wonder they if like know. Marvel and Feige they don't were think like we have eyes, Luke. I wonder if Marvel and Feige were like, no, don't release that trailer before <laughs> in game. Like <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to, to be fair. We all knew they were coming back. You remember it came out, like, there was, like, some story that was, like, apparently, like, Kevin Feige was, like, uh, irritably upset with Sony for, like, the trailer or something. Well, I, I mean, like, I kind of would be, because, like, happened. because, like, they're trying to keep Endgame hush-hush, and it's, like, just the fact that, like, we know it's after Endgame, and Nick Fury's right there, it's, like, oh, my God, like, how could you not be, like, at least irritated by that? He probably yeah. is. He's probably <laughs> irritated with most of their antics, but he's, like... Whatever, we're gonna get one more Spider movie out of them. Then, in it. fact, I would be shocked if he didn't contact Sony and be like, "Please, please, don't release this trailer." And they're gonna be like, "I don't know what to do, man. We got to start pushing the movie now because it comes out in July." You know, and it's like, well, maybe you should have made it like a later date then, so you could have pushed the trailer. Like, maybe have it come out like the day after Endgame comes out or something. I don't know, but it's like, geez, man, like. You know, and and honestly, Marvel and Sony have enough pull. Like they could have released the trailer after Endgame, and the and the movie would have probably still made just as much money. You know, Sony's not smart with that whole marketing. Thing. Well, it's 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 like it's it's like one of those They're things. Just I don't not. think they like, gave it. I don't think they gave it much consideration. A little bit. Remember that when they dropped the uh, <laughs> what like the last sequence of the movie the same weekend the mo- the same. Oh, movie, dude, the movie don't even get started. 
Yeah, that was like, Sony. Like, and they were all good up to that point. And then they dropped that. I'm like, okay, I know you won't know unless you've seen it. But even still, like, why would you put that out there? They did the same thing with uh, with the Mark Webb Spider-Man films. Yeah, they do this with all their... It's not just Spider-Man. They do this the with Mark all their Webb movies. films had an untold story that we'll never know. <laughs> they do. I, the, and those are some of my favorite Spider-Man movies, unironically. <laughs> and it, it hurts. What? Because they, they are. They... <laughs> They have a special nostalgia spot for me. I didn't say they're amazing movies. I'm just saying I, they're some of my favorites. You know, I'm not even going to rule out the possibility of them doing a Spider-Verse film uh, later down the road. Spider-Man versus the Amazing Spider-Man. Easy $2 billion. It'll make more money than Justice League. Oh, man. I'll tell you that <laughs> okay. much. But I, think, I think that should be the end of the show. Yeah. <laughs> With us persons of minority over here. Anyways, this has been the Marvelite Shit Show. Yeah, this is episode 134, I think. 134 Uh, billion. (laughs) Easy 134 billion. Uh, Where can people find you at, Michael? Michael, where can they find y'all? You can find me on the internet at fail34. And where can they find your cat? They can find my cat at DooskyTheCat on Instagram.com. He's an adorable cat. Go follow him. Find me on my own YouTube page and Instagram at Will the Greatest. You guys can find me on Twitter at Quantum X Paradox. And you, you can, can find, find me Nick. at your local Chili's serving at the <laughs> bar. Or Hi, welcome to Chili's. Or behind a Hi, Walmart dealing Yu-Gi-Oh cards. <laughs> if, what about your social media? If you want to find me online, you guys can find me at who's underscore Nick. You post b- the bangerest of memes and Super Saiyan nuts. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll see you hopefully next week. <laughs> Have a good one. Bye. Bye.